Welcome back, everybody. This is Mike Wielenbach, and today's podcast will save you thousands of dollars and years of disappointment because I'm going to teach you how to spot the biggest scams of the fitness industry. Before I go further, you got to understand one thing. The goal and mission of the fitness industry is not to make you fit, it's to keep you dependent. But what do I mean by this? By that, I mean the fitness industry is essentially sort of a dragon that needs to keep on eating and eating and eating and the prey is you because if people were taught the basics as to how training and diet really work they would start buying shit right and then what then we'll go on business so instead the fitness industry is in the business of setting you the consumer up for failure in other words if car makers were like that there would be crashes everywhere airbags not working people being dismembered dead and so on and so forth People would say, but the next car, that's going to work for me. And that's not the case. So the fitness tree has, I put it together in three groups, probably could be done a bit more refined and so on and so forth. Okay, so the first group being the supplements in no particular order. So when it comes to supplements, you got to understand one thing. There's basically three to four that do something and we go over those later on. And the rest is just a waste. <clears throat> My old coach always said, there's two things. So there's two things that work, right? There's food and then there's drugs. Drugs work really well and so does food. You know, food is a necessary. Uh, drugs are optional. So then, so let's just go over the most outrageous supplements, right? Number one is anything that's called steroid replacement or testosterone booster. Okay. Nothing on this planet that's herbal will boost your testosterone anywhere near the level the drugs would do. There's always that one study with like a bunch of people in a Finnish senior home. They got these amazing raises. Yeah, because their test was basically zero and then it went to a little bit above zero. Oh, 400% raise. Yeah, like 0.1 times 4 is still 0.4, which is actually back next to nothing. Okay, So all this stuff does absolutely nothing. Next, one of my favorites is the so-called cortisol blocker. So people think, oh, cortisol, that's stress, that's catabolic, it eats up my muscles, I must block it. And, hmm, let's go to the videotape. So when you train, your body puts out cortisol to push nutrients into the bloodstream so you can actually train. So cortisol per se is not that bad. An issue in today's society is that it's constantly elevated because we are always reachable, right? There's always pinging this, that, the other. Whereas like a Neanderthal, he was maybe being chased by a saber-toothed tiger once in a day and then kind of chilled for the rest of the day. So, but if you somehow miraculously could block all cortisol, you would die. You can't function without it. Now, that doesn't mean you should not manage your life in such that, you know, you're not constantly wired and stressed and using so many stimulants, but that's a different story. So that's total nonsense. Then there are fat burners, right? That's like a broad category. For simplicity reasons, I would say they're mainly overpriced caffeine tablets, right? Now, caffeine does have a mild fat burning effect. And, you know, it's also an appetite retardant, helps with focus when you're dieting. But it's not worth that kind of money. They can be had for 299, 400 tabs over at Walgreens, right? And then there's, of course, the proprietary mix. That's always great because that means... It's a black box. And we're not going to tell you what's in the box. So ask how that worked out for Enron, Arthur Anderson, and so on and so forth. Whenever there's a black box, it's just a bunch of crap, right? It just means we're going to throw everything into this formula and hoping that something works. So fat burners, 
at least the ones that are legally available, is just a waste of money and they will just not do anything for you in that regard. You know, similar myostatin blockers. So what is myostatin? It's essentially a protein that, simplified speaking, it inhibits muscle growth. What? That's the worst thing ever. It is, but if we didn't have that, we just became these lumbering monsters. And some people want to be that, but it's very unhealthy. So look up the Belgian blue cow. These cows are jacked. They're like 600 pounds. They're monsters, right? They also have a very short lifespan because their organs grow. The joints can't handle it. It's just a miserable existence. Now, if you want to be like maybe 18 months or two years like that, and then you die, that's up to you. But myostatin is extremely difficult to block because otherwise there wouldn't be any people wasting away from illnesses and so on and so forth. So there's no way a supplement can do that. And if, then there would also not be such a good idea. Um, lastly, it's not that quite a bad, but mass gainers. I would issue with them as well because basically well, way back in the 90s i spent a small fortune or back then on a mass gainer and the first thing i noticed was how oh, this dissolves so well like because back then protein powders didn't really mix you need like an industrial blender to get that stuff going and this one was like i was like oh this is like nesquik and that's because it wasn't as quick you know so essentially mass gainers are a cheap carb a cheap protein a lot of flavoring thrown together if you feel you are heart gain or under eat or whatever and you need those which i highly doubt by the way then simply take a quality protein powder oatmeal almond butter bananas whatever throw it in a blender and there you have it it's much higher quality and you're actually in charge as to what goes into that okay so that was group one group two are workouts that are having misleading titles and let people to believe that certain things can be done that are simply not doable what do i mean by this so number one is anything that's called fat burning zone, fat burning workout. Now, all workouts burn energy, right? Anything. If you swipe the stairs, if you take a walk, if you lift weights, whatever, you expand energy. Now, you have no idea where that comes from. So there, does it come from carbs, from protein, from fats? You don't know that, okay? The only time your body only burns fat for energy is when you're asleep. Sadly, your caloric uptake back then is very, very low. So you can't get jacked by sleeping unless you sleep for a very, 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 very long time. So there's classes they have like, oh, we got to get your pulse rate up here. That's the fat burning zone. That's total nonsense. Let's say you have somebody who's extremely well conditioned, like a Tour de France guy or whatever. This guy is never going to get his heart rate up to like the 160s because his resting heart rate might be 40, right? So now he can be training at 120. So you're telling me this guy has a worse workout than somebody who's there for the first time is about to keel over and is hitting 180. No, that's total nonsense, okay? There's no such thing as a fat burning zone. Total nonsense. Shaping, toning. Let's do shaping first. The only person or people that can shape any muscle in your body is whatever deity, God, you believe in, okay? So whatever your muscle shape is, that's what it is. What do I mean by that? So that's Jay Cutler. Great bodybuilder, wins the Olympia four times. He doesn't have a bicep peak. So you're telling me that he never figured out there were peaking exercises for the bicep and he could shape them? No, it's just not in his structure, right? That doesn't mean you can't look great, but you can't change the shape of a muscle. Toning, you're toned, you're good, relax. If you're not toned, you couldn't stand up, you couldn't walk. Your muscles have tone by definition. What that means is like, I want to lose the fat that's covering the muscle. But again, the term toning is total nonsense. 
And they're cults. Like, as a German, I'm extremely wary of cults because we had our, you know, historical run-ins with those and this, this never ends well. Uh, CrossFit, workout of the day, kipping pull-ups, people blowing up their shoulders, elbows left and right. Whenever there's a movement that claims to have the soul truth and is the best and the biggest and baddest, that's, that's just not right, okay? So that's just cultish. Now, CrossFit, I have a bone to pick in a sense that injury is just really, really high. And most people are simply not getting any results out of it. They're just beaten up and then they end up at PT. So, you know, if you go back to other podcasts and there's more to come, I will show you like how to design a work in a safe manner. But, you know, nobody has the absolute truth and nobody can design a workout from the computer like the workout. That's just total focus. So whenever there's this cultish approach, I run for the hills. Then there's also like some workouts that have just insane numbers of calories burned. Like, oh, this workout burns 800 calories on the hour or 1,000. 1,000 calories on the hour would be you going up Mount Everest, massive snowstorm, no oxygen, and you're carrying your body, right? Not sitting in an AC room on a bicycle. It's just not going to happen. So cut that at least by two-thirds. Uh, fascia stretching through training, that's also... So the fascia is sort of like a white sock that... It's over your muscle and people think, oh, this got to inhibit my growth. So if I get a massive pump by doing seven by seven, eight times eight or whatever, it's going to expand. It won't. Now, there's faster rolling in terms of recovery, roughing the, the massage therapy that works in terms of recovery. But to think that like by doing a massive amount of bicep because you could stretch it, that's just hocus pocus. Um, group number three, diets, aka superfoods. Let's do the superfoods first. And pretty much all foods are super because they keep us alive, so that's kind of cool. Then every couple of years, you have something like that usually comes from the Himalayas or the Amazon where people think, oh, there's tranquility. These people are so happy. Maybe they are. I don't know. I haven't been. So I'm going to eat this berry even though it's grossly overpriced. <clears throat> so when it comes to nutrient density, whatever is local and in season is best, right? Shortest transportation meaning most of the stuff that is picked ripe and then brought to you is still there. Whereas if something is picked like not even ripe and ripe on the ship or is frozen or whatever, it's just not going to be the same. So there's that. Superfoods is like total nonsense. Except gummy bears, they really are a superfood. And then diets, I mean, <clears throat> so there's basically two approaches, right? There's low carb or low fat. They both work for weight loss. You just got to see which one is the one that you want to go with. But everything else is just stupid, cold like that. Like the keto crusaders who are like, oh, you never eat carbs, it's bad for you. And then really control group are the Eskimos, right? The Inuit, they have not, they have no starch available and they are chubby and they have a host of cardiovascular diseases because it's just not a good idea to eat that much trans fat. So there's that. And then that carnivore diet, I mean, look, look I like a good steak, but if I was only a steak, that, that's just not feasible and not doing in the long run. Uh, the, and, the, you know, all the South Beach diet and the cabbage soup and the grapefruit. I mean, whatever thing you think about, like, can you live off grapefruits for the foreseeable future? And the answer is absolutely not. So people just have to figure out their macros once and for all, settle down and let all these fats pass. Because in the long run, you're just going to end up doing another cleanse, another stupid diet. And you're not going to get where you want to go. So these are the three main groups you know, to be avoided. The next podcast is going to be what to do instead, and how to be somewhat like, more mature so the fitness industry does not constantly rip you off. My God.